0: The Cup of Glow podcast seeks to entertain, inform, and inspire you through serial stories and discussions prompting you, the milestone diva in our midst, to own your power. If I were to ask you to talk about one woman who's impacted your life, who would you pick? If someone were to recognize you publicly for the impact you've had on his or her life, how would you feel? Our guest today, Mr. W.C. Blackman, possesses a world record in the sport of powerlifting. He is also an author, inspirational speaker, music artist, and poet. He is the author of two books of inspiration, Mind, Vision, and Seeds to Unfolding, Release, Freedom, Power, as well as a children's book titled Just Keep Going, Rabbit. He also has three highly streamed songs on the music charts, Shanda, It's a Secret No More, and 18 Years Old. He holds the honor of having spoken, or performed at small local gatherings of both kids and adults, as well as large-scale events with audiences boasting more than a hundred different nationalities. WC, also known as Bobby, also takes great delight in being both a mentor as well as a protege. With this in mind, he says that it gives him great pleasure to be here to speak on an individual from whom he has had many opportunities to learn and thus grow into a better person. Bobby has the unique distinction of being our first male guest we're so excited to speak to him today because he's joining us to pay homage to a special lady who's impacted his life. How great is that? Welcome, Bobby. Let's get right to it. Tell us about this lady of impact. Oh,
1: thank you, Gloria. This lady of, who's had a great impact on my life is my sister, Sister Daphne, from... The time I was, oh gosh, well, since I was a little kid. and I do mean little kids. She's been there helping me in so many different ways and not necessarily all the time where it was an issue of her trying to teach me, but following her way of doing things or listening to the knowledge that she had to provide. So I definitely appreciate her.
0: How many siblings do you have?
1: I have one brother and two sisters, actually. I have another sister who is a lot younger than me.
0: All righty. Well, brag to us about the best things you've done with Daphne in the last 30 days.
1: Oh, in the last 30 days, she actually lives in a different city, so we haven't gotten together, but one of the things that we do often about once a week and we have to keep it at once a week because we talk so much but we have these great conversations about life and living and spirituality and just trying to figure out ways to be our best and and oftentimes it's a trade and that's what also makes it great It's, it's always wonderful when you're in a Relationship with someone where there's reciprocity where you're giving and they're giving. And so what happens during those two, three, four hour conversations is we're both sharing and learning and teaching one another from one another.
0: Well, that's great, and that sounds really rosy and positive and all that good stuff, but we know in real life sometimes we hit little bumps in the road. Tell us about a time you hit a bump in the road and Daphne was there to pick you up.
1: Oh, man, so one of those bumps in the road was, you know, we all grow to love in a relationship with that significant person in our lives, I had that I'm going to say opportunity and I had that and going to still say opportunity to have that relationship to fall apart. That's when Daphne stepped in. I mean, I, I called her up one night and again, at that time I was living here in Tallahassee. She was living in Tampa. I called her up, sis, I just need to get away. And, and I, I just need to get away. And she said, okay, I'm I'm going to send you a ticket to make sure you come. I'm sending you a ticket. You get on the bus or however you want to get here. And, and, so she sent me a ticket. I got to Tampa around 1230. She picked me up. We had a long conversation, about two hours. And, and then she just kind of left me alone, which I just needed time and space. And I had that. Stayed there for a day or two, and we, we talked, and went back home feeling better. I, I'm confident that without that time and space and that conversations, the conversations that we had over those two days, that I would not have gotten over the issues that I had so as soon as I did. I mean, it wasn't over in two days, but. It helped to provide that foundation, (laughs) helped to uh, solidify the foundation for me to start beginning to pick myself back up.
0: All right. That's great. Now, what about what you may have given Daphne? It's a two-way street.
1: It is. It is. I think probably what she would say, and I, I would agree, is I always try to be supportive of what she's doing. Um, One of the reasons why I see her as a diva in this world that we live in today is because of her resilience, because of her work ethic, because of the way that she loves not just an individual, but people. She loves helping and she's had such a huge heart. And so one of the ways that I think I've supported her is. By just being there, when some of those situations don't work out right, whether it's a situation at work that somehow fall apart, I try to always be there. Again, going back to that reciprocity where she was there for me, I always try to be there for her when she needs someone to talk to or someone to just listen, because sometimes that's all that's needed, just someone to listen and not to provide extra comment.
0: Does Daphne have a clue that you're doing this episode and you're honoring her?
1: (laughs) I did tell her just because I wanted to get her permission to make sure she was okay with it. Uh, But I did not tell her in depth of what I would be saying, not even a little bit. So she'll be surprised, I'm sure, when she hears it.
0: Good for her. Um, tell us more, what do you value the most about her? Not only a good ear to listen, not just a ticket for a bus ride to Tampa. Tell us something else you value about Daphne.
1: I value her resilience. That's something she's been through a lot as well. Um, She's she's been through a great deal of of things in her life. And and I'm going all the way back to, to our childhood, um, you know, life isn't perfect as we know, and sometimes you, you go through things sometimes, and often they're not in any way your fault. And so, some of the things that she's been through, but she always pulls through, and while she's going through whatever it is, she does it with a smile. I mean, and that's just incredible for me. It, it serves as a definitely definite role. Model for me to to understand that no matter what I'm going through, if I can just smile and it's eventually going to be over. And also, if I keep a positive outlook, then I'll be able to see. Some of the good things while going through that situation that I can pull from later on to help build me up, to help me climb up that tree a little bit higher or, or put something into me that's going to make me that much better.
0: All right. I've heard a story about you and a tree. Were you and Daphne in that tree or just you being mischievous in that tree?
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that's the little situation, that tree where, where, yeah, that was me and my brother. And, and yeah, I always been, I guess, a bit of a daredevil. So yeah, that was me and that tree jumping from the top of that tree without checking to see what limbs <laughs> were beneath, before oh before
0: no! The top of it. Yeah, well. Well, we mentioned in your introduction that you're an author of two books of inspiration, and some I've read some of the passages from Mind Vision. Was Daphne any of the inspiration for any of those stories or poems?
1: She was more the inspiration behind helping me to be able to get to that point where she was that one who said, when I first said, I'm writing a book, she was just excited about it and gave and gave me the encouragement to do it, to you know, don't worry about, it because I always was one, my vision shares a lot of my life, as well as sharing different situations that I've seen or been a part of and one of the things that I always feels like no one wants to hear about anything in my life. It's, it's boring. It's, you know, it's, it's just everyday stuff. However, she encouraged me to work on that book and get it done anyway and, well, she, she was right and, and some of the others that, that helped to encourage me as well as myself. You can't ever discourage or, or discredit the encouragement that you give yourself because that's so important. But um, it, it proves proved to be correct. You know, people are interested.
0: Absolutely. You know, a lot of times people feel that if they want to go out and do something else or launch a new venture, that friends and family are the last people you need to tell. Because they really love you and they don't really mean you harm, but a lot of times they're afraid for us and they think we may not succeed. So in a reverse kind of weird way, they discourage us. I guess they're trying to soften the blow when we fall down. And it sounds like Daphne was there for you. Even if you're going to fall, she will be there to blunt the blow. But she encouraged you to keep moving.
1: Yeah, she definitely was. And, and still is. She's one. Matter of fact, I, I, with the book, she tells everyone, you are, you have to read my brother's book. You have to look at my brother's video. Did you see it? Go comment. <laughs> she's a huge fan, as well as a sister and a friend, I really appreciate her for all that she does to help. I I, I almost want to say she does more marketing than I do.
0: <laughs> Sounds like she's a good marketer. Hey, Daphne, you want another client? Come over here. <laughs> On this podcast, we always provide opportunities to recognize and celebrate birthdays. With our listeners by offering a fun story or fun birthday trivia. Tell us about your most fun or interesting birthday with Daphne, either her birthday or your own with her.
1: Hmm, to think back, probably the most fun birthday. It's really strange maybe we it, we were not together because again we were in, living in different cities but i went out and i went to the mall and i purchased this big basket and of course you know you can you can always call the florist and say okay i just want a basket and just put little of this little of that in it and instead i said no i don't want to do that so i went to the store uh, to the mall i got the basket and and I just went around to different stores, finding different things. And a good friend of mine went with me and we took about, oh, about four hours putting everything together in that basket. And this wonderful lady at the end, she she, she did the cart at the end and she helped really design the basket because that's just not my area. So she helped put everything together and so it looks really pretty and all that good stuff. So I, I did that, and then I sent it to her, and she was so surprised. She called me. And she said, "I cannot believe you, you did this." And and she's like, "Did you go to the florist?" And that was the first thing she asked. She said, did you go to the florist and get this? Like, no, no, no. We, we we picked everything out, and we found this and that, and just because I knew the different fragrances she liked, and and just different stuff that she was into, different types of little treats, and. So just wanted to do that to to show her that I thought she was special because often we can spend the money, but it's not about the money. Often it's the time and just the putting in the thought into the gift. And so it did show that it meant a great deal to her. Matter of fact, she mentioned it to me this past birthday, which I didn't do that. So I guess I might be falling down on the job
0: now. Oh, no, you set the bar too high. Uh, Yeah. But she really appreciated it, I'm sure. Just hearing the story, I feel the love and appreciation that you have for her. It takes a lot to get to know people, be thoughtful and mindful enough to want to get the fragrance that they like, not just call the florist and say, hey, do this. We can all do that. Bobby, it's been a pleasure chatting with you today. Do you have any last words you'd like to share about your relationship with your special Milestone Diva sister?
1: Well, I just want to say that she is a wonderful person, and I appreciate her and her smile and her generosity. Just, It's just the giving of herself. And I also want to say it is definitely an honor to be here with you, Gloria, today. You are definitely a milestone diva, and you're making miles every time. I, I, I've listened to about eight or nine of these episodes. They're all incredible. Thank you for inviting me to be a part of it.
0: Well, thank you. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, we're getting so warm and toasty now. We're just going to thank you everybody to death and show gratitude and appreciation but that's what we do on the Cup of Glow podcast. We show enthusiasm for everybody else including ourselves. Today's program was brought to you by Replay Fitness Inc. Offering life transition and retirement coaching services. Your transition may be a job change, divorce, widowhood, emptiness, or retirement. If you're ready to own your power, feel good again, or develop your retirement mindset for your best phase yet, please join our waiting list at info at to be informed when new sessions are open. If you've already subscribed to the Cup of Glow podcast, thank you. If you haven't subscribed already, please subscribe so you will be notified when new episodes have been posted. Until next time, this has been the Cup of Glow Podcast with Gloria Darling, your sassy 60s milestone diva. It's about a decade and not a day.